Digital Citizenship in the Classroom and Beyond. I'm Jaylee Martin. I'm the Instructional Technology Specialist for Mineral Wells ISD. And I'm Tara Hargrove, the Travis Elementary Librarian, and I serve fourth through sixth grade. All right, and did you just hear my computer, my laptop squeak? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, well, you guys, next week, October the 14th through the 18th is Digital Citizenship Week. So we, I know, are getting ready and prepared for that. And so we wanted to share some resources that we've used in our school district or that we've used personally that we want to um, give that out to you guys. So the first one that I know I like to use is Common Sense Education. And so they have really done a great job to give information to teachers and then give information to parents as well. So um, I'm gonna kind of talk about it for the teachers. And so they recently just changed their curriculum. They used to have it in groups for like K through second and third through six. And so now what they did is that they changed their curriculum to where each grade level has specific lessons. And so with these lessons, um, they have videos, they have um, like snapshots of the lessons, uh, Google Slides that you can use for presentations and things like that. And so um, with this though, whenever we're talking about um, digital citizenship, you know, I know that I'm, I'm giving you guys like a lesson plan, but just remember that that digital citizenship isn't taught exclusively. It's taught year round, it's taught in the moment. It's something that we as teachers and then even as parents that we should be constantly informing our students and our kids. And um, some sources, some statistics that I found uh, recently was that, um, this is kind of mind blowing to me, that kids who um, eight years old or younger um, in 2011, 41% uh, had a smartphone, and then 2017, 95% have That's a crazy. smartphone. Yeah. And then um, 2011, 8% like, had a tablet, and then 2017, 78% have a tablet now. And when what's really shocking is that in 2011, the same age, eight years or younger, 2011, they spent an average of five minutes on a mobile device each day. But in 2017, they found that eight years old or younger spent 48 minutes on a mobile device each day. So that was kind of mind-blowing to me. <laughs> yes, I would agree. <laughs> and wow. then another thing that I, I thought, especially for your um you know, tweens and, and teens, they found that um, eight years old to 12 years old, that they were on uh, screen time for six hours a day, and then your teenagers, so around 13 to eight year, 18 years old, nine hours a day on their, That's crazy. on their mobile device. Wow. Yes, that is, is really crazy. So um, kind of getting back, though, to, to teachers using common sense media, um, teachers are able to filter by grade level and then also by the, the topics. They range from anywhere from like media balance and well-being to cyberbullying. 
um, digital drama and hate speech. And so all those topics, topics though, are also based on, you know, appropriate age level as well. So common sense uh, education really is a great tool for teachers to get in there and, and look at it. It's free. Um, once you sign up, uh, you know, for the free version with your Google account, um, you have access to all of that information. And so one of the things that I really loved whenever I was in the classroom is the ability to send home a family activity for their, their parents because their parents get that information as well. I think not only as teachers should we be informing our students, but I think we also need to be informing our parents, you know, sure. as, as well. Agreed. So um, with the common sense education, um, it kind of started to get me to think about, you know, how do teachers use this in the classroom? Because like I said, it shouldn't be, you know, taught exclusively. Like you need to, we as teachers, you know, need to find those teachable moments or to bring it into the curriculum. And so um, one thing that I think would be really great for this is finding those opportunities, like in a government class mm -hmm. where um, court cases are involved or, you know, have social media involved with it. Yes. And um, I know that that has, goodness gracious, probably like within the last, you know, 10 years yes. has really been, um, you've seen a lot of, lot of those court cases involving that. And um, health class as, as well, discussing it like on a personal level in regards to mental health. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be a great time to bring in that digital citizenship as well. Yes. Um, I know that cyberbullying and topics and issues like that. Um, are relevant, you know, for our, our high school students. And then, you know, whenever you get to the, the younger grades, you see things like where we talk about communities. And so we see where we can talk about, you know, our firemen and our policemen, and those people are in our neighborhood communities. But then what about our digital communities? And so especially with those statistics that I talked about, we're eight years and younger. I mean, our students are getting online and sometimes as parents you know maybe they they don't know exactly what they're doing on there um i know whenever i went into a classroom and we we're talking about facebook and some students even have facebook accounts and they even have snapchat accounts so it's so important you know that even in the the younger levels i think sometimes we think a lot that you know they don't need this but they really do because they're getting those accounts we're seeing them you know getting those accounts earlier in, in their age so um, Common Sense is a, is a great source for, for teachers, and then it's also a great source for parents as well. I know that parents, that they can get on, online and um, they can access it and get a free account as well, and they're able to go in and they can look at movies and TVs, YouTube channels, and what's really neat is that all of this information, they have it um, what age they would recommend that for, and that's based on child development best practices. So um, as a parent, I definitely would, would check this out. And it also breaks it down into um, what's in the movie or in the TV show, their YouTube channel, and um, topics like uh, violence or sex, drinking, language, things like that. It has that in information in there. And then it also allows parents and kids to leave reviews about that particular movie or um, TV show. And so not only do they do this with like movies and TV shows, but apps, because like I said, I know that the younger age, they're mm -hmm. using all of these different apps. And so 
Um, it's so important that, you know, as parents that we stay up to date too with what our students and what our, our kids are, you know, getting online. So, um, parents, you know, if you're listening to this, definitely check out Common Sense um, Education, Common Sense Media. Um, definitely check check them out. But yes. Tara, do you have anything that you yeah, found? Yeah, just to um, add on to um, some of that. So with the parents, you're talking about, for instance, Common Sense giving some um, feedback for apps and games and things like that. And I know that we're all really guilty. I mean, no matter how great of a parent you are, we've been guilty of thinking that we know something about an app. I know. And taking it at face value and then finding out later that it's actually not what you thought it was. So for instance, Snapchat seems so innocent when we first got it. It seemed, you know, it was just pictures and it was just fun. But then you see like the harm that it can that it can uh, bring upon to kids or in our society in general. Um, so we all have to be good digital citizens, not just our kids. But it it's just interesting that, you know, TikTok, it sounds, again, it sounds fun, it's engaging, it's all about singing and things like that. However, there are aspects of it that have messaging. And then we have to, you said, you know, hate um, and cyberbullying, things like that. So we have to just be careful. You know, we have to be advocates for our kids. So with that, you know, going to some place like Common Sense is really important. Um, I also think that another great website that I found was the Copyright Society of the USA. So they actually have um, a site that is for the general public. So anything, everything you want to know about copyright, things like that, which, you know, you think copyright, digital citizenship, but it does have a lot of stuff because part of being a good digital citizen is making sure that you are um, engaging properly, using the right information, covering yourself, and so it's got a kid version as well. Um, and then, you know, the last thing I, I wanted to talk about with parents and with teachers is just making sure that you are having those ongoing conversations with your children about staying safe. So for instance, making sure your child is not pretending to be somebody else on Facebook because they think it's funny, um, because it's not funny. Yeah. Or <laughs> don't ever, you know, share your personal information. I think sometimes our kids, they forget that. I mean, my son has been playing a game before and has told me that some kid asked where he lived. And he was so honest. Then I said, no, you can't do that. Because that's yes. just, you know, they, they don't know that it can be harmful. They don't, they don't realize it. But mom, it's just another kid. But you don't know that. So again, it goes back to having those conversations of we don't talk to strangers because we don't know those people. Um, it kind of, you kind of made me think of something else too, that as an adult, that whenever people go on vacation, they'll post pictures about where they're at at that yes. time, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm in California. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, you just gave me, you know, information that I can go to your house and I can yes. steal things or somebody, That's right. you know, my, my friend's parent is out in California, so let's go to their house. Well, so. and in real world, I mean, when we see, you know, when we're on vacations and we run into people and they say, where are you from? We don't know these people, but we're friendly. Oh, we're from Texas. We're from Fort Worth. We're from wherever. Yeah. And so that is, you know, our kids, it's so, it's so harmless. They just think, well, I can do that on a game, but it's so different because you don't see who's behind that computer or that device. Yeah. So it's just really important to constantly have these discussions um, to remind your kids that, you know, if cyberbullying is going on, even if it's not with them, that they have to stand up and tell an adult. 
that they shouldn't take things into their own hands, but they shouldn't participate in it or ignore it. They have to come and tell an adult. So all of these things are really important, and um, most of these resources can be found on our library websites here mm -hmm. in Mineral Wells. So I know that on the Travis Library website, I have teacher resources and library resources for both students and parents, and I know the other libraries do as well. Yeah, so if you have any questions, just feel free to, you know, um, ask us on, on Twitter or, you know, send us a message um, here as well. But uh, just remember, next week is Digital Citizenship Week, so um, it's a continuous learning process for students, parents, and teachers. But thank you for listening to EDU of 76067, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.